Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's still in my spirit. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. My God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Y'all bear with us while we continue to make just a few more transitions. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. My God, the great one lives inside of me and the great one lives inside of you, which makes you more than a conqueror, which makes you more than a conqueror. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Mm. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Mm. Something happens when I call him. Something happens when I call him. Something happens when I call him. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I glorify you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There is such a spiritual conviction 
for the word of God. I could feel it this morning. My God, you guys didn't just come to spectate. You came because you want to know more. You want to know more about God. You want to live like God. You want to walk in his presence. We learned last night, for those of you, we were supposed to do Bible study on Thursday, um, but the spirit of the Lord arrested my heart and we did Bible study last night. And we learned that we learned to walk close to God and to soar, right? By waiting, by waiting, by waiting, 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 right? By waiting. We learned the importance of the wait. We learned the importance of bringing Jesus in it. So if you are not a part of our Bible study group on Facebook, um, if you go and search Coffee and Conversations Ladies Bible Study, it's a private group. That means everything that's in the group stays in the group. You can't share it out the group. If you go and join the group, then what happens is you'll be a part and you'll be able to see every, even every old Bible study. Even if you can't show up with us, you'll be able to get even the old Bible studies. That group is so powerful. That group, that group is so powerful powerful that group is transforming and changing our lives and it's so full of sisterhood and it's a great place to be connected so if you're not connected to that group uh i want to admonish you this morning to go become a part of ladies bible study it is so empowering god is there with us as a matter of fact sometimes god just shows up and shows out <laughs> Sometimes God just shows up and shows out. And last night was one of those nights that God just showed up and showed out. So that's Coffee and Conversations, Ladies Bible Study. And we have another group, which is our empowerment group, kind of for those of us that are entrepreneurs or understanding our purpose. And that's Coffee and Conversations Daily Devotional. And you can learn so much more about us on the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. We are going to be rehabbing the website um over the next couple of weeks so stay connected we have some events that are going to be released that are coming up in january our partners get special preferences so i want to make sure that you are paying attention and connected if you are not connected if you are not subscribed to the website when we send out emails you may miss it so go to the website lakeishamjohnson.com and subscribe to the website and you can find out about feed the streets you can find out about drew projects you can find out about ministry in action and how we serve our community and the things that we do to make sure we are representing kingdom here on this Right? Those are your morning announcements. <laughs> Those are your morning announcements. Those are your morning announcements. My God, we thank you, 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 thank you. My God, we thank you. My God, we bless you. My God, we praise you. My God, we glorify you. Jesus, 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 my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I also do private coaching sessions. I coach um, by the Spirit of the Lord. Um, I do purposeful sessions. Um, we'll have more information um, on how to book me for the next year of sessions. 
Um, if you want to know more about your purpose, how to tap into your purpose, you can book a private coaching session and we'll release, um, release more information. There are some of you that need to know how to can I say that? How I say it? Yes. You've got it inside of you. you got the pieces, but you need to know how to put the puzzle all together. And um, you'll see some testimonials soon of those that I've been coaching. And they're going to provide just a voice for how it's activated their purpose and how it's activated their life and how it's bringing them into the fullness of who they're called to be in Christ Jesus. So that'll be available as well. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. All right. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Good morning. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. My God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Father God, overwhelm us with your presence today. Father God, overwhelm us with your goodness today. Father God, overwhelm us with your power today. Father God, overwhelm us with your strength today. Father God, overwhelm us with your might today. My God, let us experience your glory. Let us experience the fullness of your glory. Let us experience, Father God, our lives marked, about your, marked by your glory. Let us, Father God, be glory carriers for you. Let us be glory carriers for you. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. You are matchless. You are matchless. You are King of Kings. You are Lord of Lords. You are the great I am. You are the Prince of Peace. You are matchless. You are matchless. Nothing can compare to you. Nothing is greater than you. Not, there is none like you. My God, he is matchless. We serve a matchless Father. We serve a matchless God. My God, there is none in comparison to you. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, that's it. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Lord God, turn the volume up today, Father God. Thank you, Lord God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. My God, we thank you, Father God. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for the Holy Spirit. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. My God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's it, Kim. He is a mighty and a strong God. He is a faithful God. He is a purposeful God. He is an intentional God. My God. He is not a God of just religion. He is not a God of just one moment. He is not a casual God. Baby, he... he he bought you with a high price. He is intentional. He is loving. He is kind. He is sweet. He is everlasting. He is an amazing father. He is your strength. He is your reasonable portion. My God, he is the great I am. Jesus, 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 my God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.
Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for clarity today. Thank you for conciseness today. Thank you, Father God, for your power. My God, that gives us the power. You said you'd give us the power to get wealth. You said you'd give us the power, give us the power for health. That you give us the power for strength, Lord God. We thank you for that, Lord God. Jesus, 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 my God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We glorify you. We magnify you, Lord God. We magnify you, O Ancient of Days. We magnify you, King of Kings. We magnify you, Lord of Lords. Jesus, 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 my God. There is power in this place. There is power in this place. There is a wonder-working power. There is transforming power, my God. God, we thank you. My God, we bless you. My God, we glorify you. We maximize this moment with you, Lord God. We will not take it for granted. You are so powerful. You are so powerful. We find our strength in you, Father God. Even when we are weak, we find our strength in you. We find our hope in you. We find our courage in you. My God, you are so wonderful. You are so wonderful. You are so mighty, Father God. You are so mighty, Father God. You are mighty to save. 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 Thank you, Father. You are mighty to save. You are mighty you are mighty to save. You are mighty to save. Glory to God. We thank you for your presence. We thank you, healer. We thank you, healer. We thank you, healer. We thank you, healer. We thank you, strength. We thank you, grace. We thank you, peace. We thank you, love. We thank you, protection. We thank you, provision. My God, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We bless you, we praise you. We bless you, we praise you. We glorify you, Lord God. We glorify you, Lord God. There is none like you. There is none like you. There is none like you. You are the way, you are the truth, and you are the life. There is none like you. Holy, 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 holy is he. Holy, holy, holy is he. Holy, holy, holy. My God, holy is he. Holy is he. Holy is he. Holy is he. He is a holy God. My God, we are experiencing the presence of God right now. He is a holy God. He is a magnificent God. He is an amazing God. He is your Father. He is so powerful. He is the Christos. He is the beginning. He is the end. He is El Shaddai. He is King of Kings. He is Lord of Lords. He is the great I am. He is the one true God. My God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, 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 miracle worker, miracle worker. He has providence over our lives. He has a providence over this region. Father God, we give you providence over our lives today. We give you providence over our circumstances.
circumstance. We give you providence over our situation. And as you bring us into the fullness of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus, we receive it all. We receive your righteousness. We receive your holiness. We receive your peace. We receive your strength. My God, thank you for that, Veronica Settles. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you for awaking the dreamers, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for changing circumstances and situations. Pour your spirit out on our flesh today, Lord God. Pour your spirit out on our flesh. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. My God, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's it. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There is none like you. There is none like you. There is none like you. Declare this over your lives today. Type this in the comments. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Declare that over your life today. The great one lives inside of me. You're lacking nothing. So when the enemy comes in like a flood, let the word of God become your standard. Declare that the great one lives inside of me. The great one lives inside of me. My God, and if the great one lives inside of me, there is no weapon that that's formed against me that shall prosper greater is he that is in me and then because philippians 1 and 6 tells us he's a finisher he's going to complete you baby you ain't got nothing to worry about you're lacking nothing greater is he that is in me yeah tamika the great one lives inside of you do you know how big that is do you know that increases your capacity do you know that increases your potential do you know that takes you into places you can't take yourself this do you know this expands you do you know that enlarges your territory do, do you know when the great one in, is inside of you, it pushes you outside your comfort zone and it brings you all into the war? Why? Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When the great one lives inside of you, baby, that's your healer. That's your position for health. When the great one lives inside of you, that's your mind regulator. That's who takes care of the depression. When the greater one lives inside of you, that's your help. That's your reasonable portion. There is none like him, baby. There is no shrink. There is no doctor that is bigger and greater than the great one. He can take an adverse report. We got a testimony last night. We got a testimony last night. He can take an adverse report. A woman of God had a cyst, I think it was, either a cyst or a tumor. And when they came in to look at it, to see if they, were, they needed to operate on it, it had shrunk. It had shrunk. It had shrunk. It had shrunk. When the great one lives inside of you, things will shrink. Your body will begin to line up with your destiny. My God, your mind will begin to line up with your destiny. This is where your power comes from. This is where your strength comes from. When the great one lives inside of you and you allow him to be active and living through the word of God, your purpose begins to line up. You ain't got to walk around. What's my purpose? What is God called? No, the great one that has called you. The great one that has called you, the great one that has named you, 
the great one that has classified you, baby. The great one that knew you in your mother's womb. The great one that designated you for purpose. The great one that called you into the royal priesthood. The great one that set you apart. Baby, he's inside of you. He's inside of you. So it's going to all be worked out. It's all going to come to fullness. It's, don't you spend no time stressing or overwhelmed or consumed. I don't know my purpose. It'll come out. It'll come. It'll come into full fruition. You'll come into the fullness of who God said and what God said. Why? Because the great one lives inside of you. The great one lives inside of you. He's got to develop you. He'll bring it out. He'll eventually, you'll walk into the fullness. If you allow yourself to be led by the spirit, if you allow yourself to be led by the spirit, if you do not allow yourself to be conformed to the things of this world, the great one that is active and living inside of you will bring you into fruition. As a matter of fact, the scripture says you are sealed to the day of redemption. He brings you into completion. That's in Ephesians. My God, we thank you, Father God. Father, we give you permission to have your way on this devotional. We give you permission to have your way in our life. My God, we give you permission, Father God, to wreck shop if you need to, so that we come into the fullness of who we are called to be in Christ Jesus. My God, I drive out every spirit of confusion. I drive out, drive out every spirit of entanglement. I drive out every spirit of depression. My God, you are a mind regulator. Depression, you must go right now in the name of Jesus. Confusion, you must go right now in the name of Jesus. I drive out anything that does not line up. I drive out every feminine spirit. I drive out anything, every principality. We drive out sickle cell right now in the name of Jesus. We drive out cancer right now in the name of Jesus. We drive out the spirit of lethargy right now in the name of Jesus. You will not be lethargic. Some of you have been lethargic in your prayer and your worship time. You've been lethargic, just kind of laying around, not giving God your very best, not showing up, not being present, just kind of looking through the word. I drive out that lethargic spirit right now in the name of Jesus. And I decree and declare you are on fire for the Lord. The fan is being flamed and you're being on fire for the Lord and you're hungering and thirsting for righteousness. I saw that spirit of lethargy. I saw that thing that has had you lethargic and lazy in your prayer time. No, you're going to worship God like never before. You're going to praise God like never before. You're going to have an insatiable appetite for the word of God, I decree and declare that over your life right now that you begin to have an insatiable, insatiable appetite for the word of God, an insatiable appetite for the things of God. You will no longer be tossed to and throw. Your feet are about to be planted. You're going to become secure. You're going to be immovable. My God, you're going to become mobile for the things of God. You're going to align with the will of God. No more destructions. No more distractions. I drive out every spirit of distraction right now in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare right now in the name of Jesus that you are coming out of ungodly partnerships. You are coming out of ungodly relationships. You are walking away from anything that has been hindering you. 
anything that has not been keeping you or increasing you, any relationship that is not drawing you closer to God, any relationship that is not drawing you closer to Jesus. My God, this is not your time. Well, I'm trying to, this is not your time to, can I say that Holy Spirit? Yes. This is not your time to pull people in. This is your time to get healed and whole so that you can be light and you can be salt. Those relationships you have been entangled in have been costing you, daughter. Those relationships you've been entangled to and has been costing you, son. They're not pulling you closer to Christ. They're pulling you away from Christ. And you have spent way too much time trying to convince them, um, trying to trying to still be yoked with them. And those relationships have actually been destroying your relationship with Christ. So I drive out every relationship that has destroyed your relationship with Christ right now in Jesus' name. And I decree and declare that you walk in new levels of strength so that you can walk away. You walk in new levels of strength that you can walk away, that you walk in holy boldness, that you block, that you block, that you block a person, that you stop following them, whatever it is that you not answer another text or another phone call from any relationship. If the relationship is not drawing you closer to Jesus Christ, that is not your assignment. That has been your hindrance. You're not strong enough yet. You got to get built up. You got to become healed. You got to become whole. You got to become ministered to. See, the key of how we, see, this is how we really impact people, right? The key of how we impact people, the key of how we change people is really that we, we become light and salt. Our relationship with God becomes a living example. Our relationship with God becomes a living example, right? So where the spirit of the Lord is, is freedom. So when God's spirit is active alive, it'll bring freedom to a person, not you. That's it. That's it. Where the spirit, of, it'll bring freedom to a person and not you. So I just decree and declare that over your life, that you are healthy, healed, and whole, and living by the Spirit of God right now in Jesus' name. And every cantankerous, every, some of you have been connected to relationships that are like thumb sores. And what I mean like thumb sores is those relationships just have been like a pain in your side, like a thorn in your flesh. And it is, you thought it's God and it's not God. They're not conducive to your development. I hear, I, they're not conducive to your growth. But you've been trying to hang on to those relationships instead of letting them go. No, I decree and declare in the name of Jesus that you let those relationships go. And I'm speaking by the Spirit today. I'm speaking by the Spirit today. Let me give you a little word today. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I thank you for this. I thank you for this. I want to go to John 6 and 35. I, I'm grateful for this word today. I hope you feel the freedom today and you get the strength today to walk away from those relationships that are costing you your relationship with Jesus. If the relationship is not of God, you will know because it will cost you your relationship with Jesus. Anything that pulls you away from Jesus, anything that does not add to your value, Value in Christ is not a healthy relationship to be connected to. And sometimes we'll hold on to those relationships. And a friend of mine said, said this long ago, and it has stuck with me. Longevity does not equal legitimacy. Long, and I'm going to say that and I live by that. Longevity does not equal legitimacy. If the relationship is pulling you away, pulling you outside of Christ, pulling your relationship away from Christ, that is a deterrent. That is a hindering spirit. 
That is not a healthy relationship. Your relationship should be growing you in the thing of Christ. And I heard somebody say, what if it's my marriage? Then go live according to the governed word. Go live according to the governed word of how you're supposed to conduct yourself in your marriage to um, win over your spouse who is not a believer. If you're a husband, you're supposed to cover your wife like Christ loves the church. If you're a wife, you need to submit, right? You need to follow the scripture of what it says um, for a unbelieving spouse or for about. Because here's the thing. If your spouse is pulling you away from Christ, if your spouse is pulling you into um, ungodly things, then that's not necessarily. Um, can I say that Holy Spirit? They're, uh, they may be. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So their belief may be misconstrued. That's a good way to say it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Their belief may be misconstrued. And if their belief is not lining up with the word of God, you're going to have to have wisdom for this. You're going to have to have the Holy Spirit for this. Um, you're going to have to have um, the knowledge of what Christ is so that you don't come in alignment so that you don't come in alignment with what's going on with your household and you stay the intercessor. You stay the person interceding. You stay the person believing. You stay the person receiving because sometimes our spouses get entangled in stuff that do not line up with the word of God, but we don't have to sign off on this. You do not have to have permission. You do not have to give permission to sin. You do not have to give permission to whatever ungodly thing that they're tied into. You need to get in your prayer closet. You need to get on your face. You need to um, separate yourself from it. Be there, but be not a part of it. And that's just the wisdom that comes from God. You don't have to, if they go murder, you go murder, right? You don't have to do that. You don't have to say, I'm not. Yeah, stay as the intercessor. That's right, Crystal. Stay in position of the intercessor. Stay on your face before God and watch God change the situation. Um, and that's just by the spirit of the Lord. That's just wisdom in that. You don't stay connected to that, right? Because a lot of times that person can be our spouse, but we'll try to appease the person more than we appease God. We're so busy on trying to appease the person or fix or not lose the relationship. We won't set our mind on things above. Well, things above um, look different. Looks like the fruit of the spirit. Looks like evidence of the spirit, right? So you need to look for that. And for my single ladies, right? For my single ladies, it, it, you're looking for someone who's going to love you like Christ loved the church. <laughs> You 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 you're looking you're looking you're looking you're looking you're looking for something that like no you're looking for you're look you're you're looking for someone who's going to love you like Christ loved the church right and I can give you wisdom on marriage um Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to say that. So you're looking for someone who loves you like Christ loves the church. If your spouse is out of the will of God, you need to pray and seek the face of God and ask God. Because no, nothing, I can say that, nothing or no one can pull you out of God's will. You allow yourself. I don't care what damage. I don't care what hurt. Nothing or no one pulls you. Every person has to be accountability, accountable for their own spiritual self. I'm, I'm not accountable. I wasn't accountable to my husband for my husband. He was accountable for himself. That's it. He was accountable for himself. He was accountable whether or not to choose something, whether or not something I did pulled him 
pulled him out of when a person has enough word in them when a person is that pull and I was a I was a different wife I was a different wife I don't know who needed to hear this at first I was a I was I was a different kind of wife but my husband stood steadfast even when I was being ugly even when I was not lined up with the word of God he didn't allow me to pull him into sin he didn't allow me to pull him into the direction and the place he he stood steadfast on the word he stood steadfast in intercession for me he didn't allow me to pull him into whatever that was his decision he trusted and rooted himself in the word right because I was something else when we first got married I was something else I was something else when we first got married but he let the word govern his decisions towards me he let the word of God govern his response towards me and that's a personal choice and decision that's a personal choice and decision let me just give you a little word today I want to give you John 6 35 I mean I'm just being real I can't be nothing but transparent he made a decision that no matter how I acted, he was going to act like Christ loved the church. He was going to love me like Christ loved the church no matter how I acted. No matter how broken I was, no matter how what. He made a personal decision because he took the word literal to love me like Christ loved the church. Well, when we are the ones that is the stronger one, then it's our, we have to make a decision we have to make a decision in the relationship. We got to make a decision that I'm going to truly, it is maturity, that I'm going to handle you in maturity and that the word of God is going to govern my decisions and my directions and how I respond to you. That's so powerful. My God, that's powerful that I'm going to let the word of God govern my decisions towards you. I'm going to let the word of God choose how I speak to you. I'm going to let the word of God choose how I handle you. I'm going to let the word of God choose what I say to you. I'm going to let the word of God choose what I do in my marriage. I'm not going to let my feelings, my emotions be the determining factor, be the determining factor, right? Be the determining factor. And the reason why I'm not is because I'm going to set my affections on things above. The relationship with Christ, the relationship with God is the most important relationship. That's the most important relationship. That relationship right there. So when I'm solid in that relationship, it becomes the governing structure for every relationship. <laughs> let, 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 uh, it becomes the governing structure for every relationship and not stoic and not a religious looking light. When God is in your heart, when the fear of the Lord is in your heart, when you understand that this person belongs to God, when you understand that this person is still God's child, no matter what, when you understand that, then that governs how you treat the person. I used to treat people bad. I'm just going to be honest. I used to be quick with my lips and my mouth. But when I began to understand that each and every last one of you belong to God. So when I do something to you, I'm actually acting out or doing something towards God, it begins to restructure my thinking and how to choose and what I do. That's why Romans is so important when it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be renewed by be renewed by the word of God. Get renewed in the word of God. Understand what the word of God says, because the world will give you all these precepts, these thoughts, these thinkings. No, I'm to govern my relationships by the word of God. I'm to treat people by the word of God. I'm to master my emotions. I need to understand between difference between being emotionally led. I'm 
I'm, de I'm determined to um, learn the difference between allowing my thoughts, my culture, my decisions, the bad spaces I've been in affect and impact me because no matter, can I say this? And then I'm going to give you this. My mother said this to me once. I was upset. I was mad. And this has been a governing thing. And I was mad. And I called her and I said, they made me so mad. And my mom said to me, Absolutely, they did not make you mad. You have an option and a choice and a decision on whether or not you get mad or not. <laughs> you have a you have a choice what how you respond to every circumstance and every situation. It is a lie when you think I don't have control. Nobody can pull you into anything. You get pulled into what you're not steadfast in. <laughs> you get pulled into what you're not steadfast in and the enemy knows what you're not steadfast in. He knows what you won't use your skill and your tool on. And the reason that he knows what you won't use your skill and your tool on is because the word of God says, submit to God, resist the devil and he'll flee, right? Submit to God, resist the devil and he'll flee. So when a submission situation is submitted to God, come on now, just put that scripture up there. When a situation is submitted to God, we're going to resist the devil and then the devil is going to flee, right? Well, the devil knows when you haven't Use the word of God on a situation because he ain't gone yet. <laughs> he, ain't go he ain't gone yet. He knows where you've not used the word of God on a situation because you ain't gone yet. Just also find the scripture, be steadfast and movable, always abiding in the work of the Lord. He knows, he knows, he knows what you've not submitted to God. He knows if you've not submitted your marriage to God because he ain't fleed yet. He knows if you've not children, really submitted your children to God because he has not fleed yet. He knows that he knows the fortress is not. He knows that the blood is not. He knows that he knows what's not submitted to God. He knows if your money is not submitted to God because he ain't fleet yet. Whatever is not submitted to God, he knows. He knows. He knows that. He knows because there's no evidence of God in it. There's no evidence of God in it. There's no evidence of relation. You're not using the word. You're not using the word. He knows when the word, he knows when you're crafty. He knows when you're manipulative. He knows when your emotions are living the situation. He knows. He knows that because he He knows if the word is in place, right? Because the word of God is the only thing that, that works on the devil, right? The word of God, the name of Jesus. He knows what's submitted to Christ and he knows what's not. He knows that. And whatever doesn't have the hedge of protection by the blood, the hedge of protection by the word, he going to encroach. He going to try everything. He going to try every circumstance. He going to try every situation. He's going to do that. That's his job. He's going to see where you stand in every circumstance and every situation. He's going to see what you'll submit to God in every circumstance and every situation. He going to see if your marriage submitted there. He going to see if your singleness going to submit it there. He going to try you. That's who he is. He's going to try you. He's going to try you the best he can. That's who he is. That's how he does. That's how he works. He's going to be him in the situation. So he knows what's not submitted to God. That's why he keeps tormenting you.
That's why he keeps tormenting you. That's why he keeps, that's why he keeps coming up. That's why those same tests keep coming up. That's why those same circumstances and situations keep resurfacing because they're not submitted to God. He knows when your mind not submitted to God. He knows what you worry over. He knows what you worry over because you repeat patterns. You repeat the same patterns that, that just lead you far, more into further work. So let me read this to you. First Corinthians 15. And the 50, the 58th verse, let me read that to you first. It says, let me back up to the um, 57th. It said, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory as conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, always doing your best and doing more than is needed, being continually aware that your labor, even to the point of exhaustion in the Lord is not futile nor wasted. It never goes without purpose. So when I make a decision to choose to honor God, no matter what, when I make a decision to choose to live the word of God and to activate the word of God, that's not ever in vain. That's never in vain. That's never, that is never in vain. When I make a decision to walk in love, when I make a decision to be an honest in character, when I make a decision to sow love into a relationship, when I make a decision to turn the other cheek, when I make a decision to live the word of God out according to the word of God, that's never in vain. That's never, that's never in vain. When I make a decision to choose to act like Jesus, that's never in vain. So let me give you this. This, this is John 6, 30 and 5. I want to give you this and then let's go. Um, Jesus replied to them, I am the bread of life. The one who comes to me will never be hungry. The one who believes in me, right? As savior, right? This is the amplified, will never be thirsty for that one will be sustained spiritually. Don't eat on nothing else. My God, don't eat. That's it. Don't eat on nothing else. Don't eat on anything else because it does not have the power to sustain you. My God, don't eat on, don't eat on nothing else. Don't eat on us. That's why in Romans, he was like, no, I need you to, I need you to study the word. I need you to not be conformed to this world. Jesus is saying to here, don't, don't eat on nothing else. Don't eat on nothing else for your relationships. Don't eat on nothing else for your marriage. Don't eat on nothing else for your money. Don't eat on nothing else for your purpose. This is what you need. This, this is what you need. This is, this is, this is what you need. This is what, this is the defining moment. This is the book of the life. This is the way. This is the truth. This is the life. This is the governance structure for your life. This is what identifies your purpose. This is what calls you into purpose. This is what awakens you spiritually. This is what you eat need. Don't you eat on nothing else. <laughs> don't you eat. Don't you eat. We're going to. From the most. Don't eat. Don't eat on nothing else. Don't let nothing else be your spiritual truth. Don't nothing else be your God. Don't let nothing else be your reasonable portion. Don't you eat on nothing else. <laughs> Don't you eat on nothing else. I drive out every spirit of darkness that has hindered you from falling in love with the word of God, from seeking the word of God. The word of God has all your answers. The word of God has all your answers. So let me just tell you this. This verse is the, is the first I am statement in John's gospel. This is the first I am statement in God, John's gospel, right? And this is Jesus using I am. Where do we see else? Where else do we see I am? This is Jesus asserting himself, saying, I am it. <laughs> I am it. You don't need nothing else but 
me. You don't need nothing else of me. You don't need, you don't need all these other things. You just need me. You just need to find yourself in me. You just need to lose yourself in me. You, you need this word of God to become regarded to the truth, right? So he's, this is where he's the first of the, I am. This is the first where we see Jesus say, I am, right? Who else said I am? God told Moses. See, this is how significant this is. When Moses was getting ready to go, right? And he was, I don't have enough. I don't, all these other things. He, you see, I am hit the scene. God says to Moses, tell them, tell them, I am sent you. He asserted his position to be greater than any Pharaoh, to be greater than any circumstance, to be greater than any situation, to be greater than any sin, to be greater than any barrier, to be greater than any presidential race, to be greater than your finances, to be greater than your current state. He asserts himself. God asserts himself. And we see Jesus here again, speaking, just like in Exodus 3, 13 and 14, right? Just like in Exodus 3 and 13 and 14. So if you're coming to Jesus, and this is what happened. They were looking for another miracle. They were looking for more free food. Can I just be real? They were looking, and Jesus was saying, that's fine. All of this stuff that you're looking for is good, but I'm getting ready to tell you what you really need, baby. I can produce a miracle. I can turn water into wine. I can change your situation. You can experience all the miracles you want, but what you really need is me. You need the bread of life. <laughs> you need the bread of life. You need the bread of life. You need the one that was sent by God. You need the one in which you find eternal life. You need the one in which you find life. That's what you need. John 14, 6 says, Jesus said to him, I, 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 again, I, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. You need to sink yourself in God. You need to sink yourself in the word of God. Don't eat on nothing else. Don't eat on, don't eat on nothing else. The word of God is living active, sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing your spirit from your soul so that you can come into the fullness of who you are. You need the way, you need the truth, you need the bread of life. He said, that's what he said. He said, whoever believes in me and accepts me as Savior is going to live forever. All this other stuff, you know, I believe in miracles. I believe in signs. I believe in the supernatural. I believe in the spiritual things of God. I've seen those things happen and manifest in my life continuously, but I'm not seeking God after those things because I know I need him more than anything else. This stuff on this earth will rot away. This stuff will go away. Relationships end every day. People walk out every day. No, I need the bread. <laughs> I need the bread. He says, just as, just as living, the as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, even so the one who feeds on me, believes in me, accepts me as Savior, will also live, live because of me. If you want, I want to live differently. I want to live more. I want to live better. Baby, you need more Jesus. You need more Jesus. You need to set your mind on things above. Matthew 6 and 33, when he told them, oh, don't worry, he got to the punchline. You know what the punchline was? But seek me first. 
seek me first. Seek me first. He says, just as the living father sent me and I live because of the father, even so the one who feeds on me, believes in me, accepts me as savior, will also live because of me. This is the bread which came down out of heaven. It is not like the manna that our fathers ate and that eventually died. The one who eats this bread believes in me, accepts me as savior, will live forever. That's it. That's it. Eat on this. Eat on this. Eat on the word of God. You're looking for deliverance? Eat on the word of God. <laughs> You're looking for a change in your marriage? Eat on the word of God. You're looking for a change in your children? Eat on the word of God. This is what you need. You need this. You don't need nothing else. You need more of Jesus. <laughs> you need more of Jesus. Less of yourself, more of Jesus. Eat on this. Eat, you want to find your purpose? Eat on this. <laughs> eat, eat on this. This is it. This, 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 this. Eat on this, baby. Eat on this. Don't eat on nothing else. You don't need to take another class. You don't need to position yourself at another altar. You need to eat on this. That's why when the Spirit of the Lord was like, drive out lethargy, that lethargical spirit will have you lazy in the spirit realm. It'll have you lazy. It'll have you just surfacing, God, when you need to go to the depths. You need to go to the depths in your relationship with God. You need to go to the depths. You need to dig deep. You ain't dug deep enough yet. When you think you're there, you haven't dug. That's a sign that you have not dug deep enough yet. If you feel like your relationship is all good and you ain't got no place to grow, that is a sign that you ain't dug deep enough yet. That means you're haughty. That means you're prideful. And we know what the scripture says about being prideful and haughty. There's going to be a fall. There's going to be a fall. There's a loophole. There's a gap somewhere. Eat on this. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your word that corrects us. I thank you for your word and your word, how you love us. I thank you for your word, how applicable your word is to our life, Lord God. I plead the blood of Jesus over their ears and their hearts, Father God, that everything that they receive today, that they begin to walk it out in faith, Lord God, that they are not just talking it, but they are living it. They are living epistles, living vessels. They are salt and life in the earth. Pull the scales off their eyes, Father God. Give them ears to hear. Show them anything in their lives that they've come in partnership with that does not line up with the word of God. I drive out every force of darkness, all manner of sickness and disease right now. Any debts that they owe to people, Lord, God, that have left them feeling unworthy. We drive all debts. We forgive our debtors, Lord God. If you, as, as you forgive us, Lord God, you forgive our debts, Father God. We owe no man nothing but to love them. We honor you in, your, in our time and our thoughts and our deeds and our action. Father God, we will be active instead of reactive, Lord God. We will master and manage our emotions today like never before. We honor you in truth, Lord God, and we will eat on this. You are the way, the truth, and the life, and we acknowledge this. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit who brings us back into remembrance of all things. And the just shall live by faith. Faith, and we take the word of God today by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, two things. One, 
website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. If and only if the Lord tells you to sow into this ministry. My God, if God places on your heart, go over to the website, click the donate button, and you can give there. You can give, you can give, you can give, and you can go see all the ways that we put your money to work, all the ways that we serve kingdom. You can do that on LakeishaMJohnson.com. You can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J ministry. My God, your harvest uh, can I say that, Lord? Yes. Your harvest is coming in. Your harvest is coming in. Your harvesting angels are going to get your harvest now. Your harvests are coming in, and the just shall live by faith. My second thing to you is if you do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I need you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I have sinned against you. I am sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you as best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send me an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. Let me send you some materials and some resources. I would love to continue to disciple you. Welcome to the kingdom. We love you. God is faithful. I love you all so much. More than anything, God loves you. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Now do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let let the experience let the 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 love of God be experienced through you. My God, Father God double the double on their lives. <laughs> double the double on their lives in Jesus name. Amen. I love y'all. Peace. See you back here in the morning. Peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.